You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. scoffing scallywags and scholars welcome to good job brain your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast i'm your humble host karen and we are your mischievous merrymakers making mirth at major marriage milestone <laughs> i'm colin and i'm dana Woo! as you can t- probably tell uh by the way it sounds uh, by dana's woo this episode is uh, quite different from our usual show our fourth usual co-host chris is here today but here as in he's like in the same venue but he's not here here uh, because we're recording on site today at his wedding (laughs) that's right we're coming to you straight from the cartoon art museum in San Francisco at Chris's wedding reception he is running around busy and getting married and he doesn't know we're secretly taping a gorilla episode. It was Dana's idea. <laughs> Sorry. This, this is how we cut him out of the royalties. <laughs> we didn't want to make him work on his wedding day more than he already yeah. was. But we also thought it'd be funny yeah. if we just did this. And, and it's a nice surprise for him. Yeah. So this is definitely a special occasion celebrating love, happiness, family, and friends. And including you guys, listeners, for all of your support. And, uh, and always welcoming us into your ears every week. We're so happy that we get to share a slice of Chris's big day with you. <laughs> I guess, which is that sound of great, with or without his permission. <laughs> we all know trivia uh, brings people together, and learning weird facts can be really fun. So we actually have quick segments today on site about wedding stuff, and uh, we are also going to get slash ambush uh, wedding guests to play some trivia with us. Whether they like it or not. Whether they like it or not. Uh, So congrats, Chris and Regina, and please enjoy. Well, in the spirit of combining weddings with uh, our love of trivia, I put together a collection of wedding myths or facts quiz for you guys. So I'm going to start off by trying to psych you out. So all of these things I'm going to mention, some of them may be true, some of them may be false, but all of them have an element of mystery to them. Okay. All right. So some of these you may have heard before. So I'm going to read these out to you, and you guys tell me true or false. Okay. All right. Here we go. First one. True or false, if you're out to sea on a ship, the captain is legally empowered to perform weddings. Oh. I think, yes. I think true. true. Yeah. I think, I don't, this, this sounds like something in movies. I don't know. It comes know. up in movies and TV shows. It does. It's a common staple of, it. this is in fact false. Oh. Yes, sea captains are not in fact <laughs> legally allowed to perform weddings. This is an extremely common misconception. Uh, no one knows really where it started, but this, this belief is so common even among sailors that the U.S. Navy regulations specifically forbid captains from performing weddings aboard ships. And the same is true in Britain 
as well. Uh, there are regulations. Do not perform weddings aboard your ship. They are not legal. Uh, no one really knows where it started, uh, although it may just be something related to the fact that... It's like that, romantic. Yeah, yeah, it's very romantic. And, you know, sailors are kind of always taught, like, hey, the captain is the ultimate authority. Yeah. And there are certain jurisdictions where they... When you're in international waters. Yeah. Like, nobody, Anything goes. Anything yeah, right. goes. That's right. Yeah. So, some jurisdictions, the captains can do things like uh, register births and deaths, you know. Oh. So the belief may have come from that. But Like they're a notary. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. But no, they are not, in fact, allowed to marry you at sea. All right. True or false? Throwing rice at weddings is a danger to birds because eating the dried grains of rice can cause their stomachs to swell and explode. All right. So I've definitely heard that before. And I did not look into any more details, so I'll just keep it as true. I'll just say I think it is a myth or a made-up fact to discourage people from doing it because it's, like, really hard to clean it up. You actually are probably closer to the truth. I'm so cynical. (laughs) This is false, yes. Eating rice does not harm birds. There are no documented reports of this happening, despite many people printing it in advice columns and lifestyle reports of, like, don't throw rice at weddings. In fact, the USA Rice Federation has gone on record as stating that eating rice poses no threat to birds. They are engineered to eat grains and rice and very tough things like that. That makes sense. Well, but what if you threw Alka-Seltzer at the bride and groom? Like, what then? That is actually apparently harmful to birds in the sense you can make them throw up. It won't make them explode, which is another sort of schoolyard (laughs) myth of you feed Alka-Seltzer to birds. But no, the experts point out that bird digestive systems, they have gizzards that are specifically designed to break down tough things. Yeah, because they eat some some weird stuff. Yeah, exactly. What's rice? Yeah, Yeah. no, so Karen, you're closer to the truth. It's just, it's a pain, it's a pain in the butt to clean up, yeah. I guess that's true. How many exploded pigeons have you seen? None. None. Yeah. How many exploded pigeons do you want to see? Uh, <laughs> like, maybe one. Maybe like, two. Maybe, maybe just one to like know what it looks like. Check out our upcoming Kickstarter to <laughs> yeah. explode pigeons. pigeons. Yeah. No. no, no. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. All right. Last one. True or false? Mariachi music derives its name from the French word mariage, meaning wedding, which dates back to the French occupation of Mexico in the 1860s, when such bands commonly were said to perform at weddings. False. It's so random. Like, I didn't even know mariachi bands had, like, an occasion. I'm going to say true. Yeah, it's probably true. But This one is false. Yeah. However, you will still see this fact printed in a lot of trivia collections. Like Snapple lids and yep, stuff. Yep, I, I remember Snapple. learning this one, that mariachi came from the French word for marriage. And a lot of people for a long time thought this was true. Uh, in recent years, though, uh, historical linguists have found evidence that the word was in use long before the French ever came to Mexico. It's a little bit disputed exactly what the etymology is. There's a couple of very colorful explanations. Explanations. Uh, it may have come from a festival honoring a virgin named Maria H. Maria H. Oh, there are some stories. It may have come from an indigenous name for the type of wood uh, used to build wedding platforms. But whatever the actual explanation, it does not, in fact, come from the French word for marriage. Got it. All right. So they were all false. All of my oh, little facts okay. were false. Okay. Yes, yes. We couldn't use our usual frequency analysis oh, no. to, to trick it. All right. So there you go. Setting the record straight. On some wedding myths. 
Hello. We are joined here by Chris Senior Culler and Pamela Culler. Say hello. Hello. Hi there. This is, uh, these are Chris's parents, and we decided to ambush them with some trivia questions. So, uh, Colin, can you get some buzzers for oh, us? Yes. It's right behind you. Absolutely. All right. You Your go. son is there a very big video game expert, so we thought we would ask you some questions about video games to see if oh any of his knowledge has, through osmosis, yeah. is somehow you like guys... A reverse video game osmosis. Yeah. All right, here we go. Number one. How many unique Tetris shapes are there? Five. Incorrect, Pam. Four. Incorrect, there are seven. You may know them as the square. Seven. Yes. <laughs> there is the square, the T, the L one side, and the L other side, the S one side, and the S other side, and the bar. All right, next question. What is the name of Mario's dinosaur companion? Yoshi? Yes! Yoshi. Yoshi, correct. All right, next question. Vice City, Liberty City, and Los Santos are cities in what video game franchise? Chris. Zelda? Incorrect. Sim City? Incorrect. Dana, help me here. It was not a big guess. Everybody? Uh, Grand Theft Grand Auto. Theft Auto. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you guys name me just one Sony portable gaming device? PS2. Handheld. Portable. Portable. What did you buy, Chris? You probably you bought, bought Chris one of these. Yeah. yeah. There are, there are a couple of them. There's PSP, the PSP Go, the Sony Ericsson Xperia Play, and the PS Vita. All right. Last question. As of July 2013, it has been estimated that this extremely popular game makes about $633,000 per day. It's a mobile game. Is it... Warcraft? Incorrect. Candy Crush. Yes! yes. Oh. That's totally sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink up and be merry and yeah. thank you for playing. We're looking for something dumb to do. Hey, baby, I think I want to marry you. So today, Chris's new wife was wearing a beautiful white wedding gown. Why do you guys think brides wear white? Why do you think? Well, I mean, the story they always give, right, is that white represents innocence and purity. And, and virginity. Yeah. And, and, like, people say, like, snide little remarks like, she shouldn't be wearing white. <laughs> but really, it came from Queen Victoria. Uh, or Queen Victoria maybe set the fashion for white. Oh, got it. Like yes. the actual color white. And yes. before, what, what was it before? So before that, um, there, there, there were white uh, wedding gowns, but it was mostly bright colors. Bright colors were more popular, probably. And and normal and common women usually just wore their best dress, not like a big fancy. Oh, okay. Because like we, whatever they would wear to church, right? Yeah. Sunday's best. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's practical. It makes sense. Like, if you don't have that much money, 
why would you buy a really expensive dress that you could never wear anywhere else? So Queen Victoria's wedding, she, she wore a really beautiful white gown, a big beautiful white gown covered in lace. And the reason why she wore it was she was, she was the queen and she wanted to support British industry and they had a very spe specific type of lace. The oh. best way to show off the gown or the lace is to have like a beautiful white gown and she was, she was super in love with her husband, Albert. Like she and Albert commemorated their wedding all the time. They had reenactments of their wedding where they were wearing their um, wedding clothes in middle age, like taking photos in their wedding stuff. That is like a really good PR move. Like, I mean, you think about royal weddings today, it's like, what did Kate Middleston wear? Oh my God, it sold out the next hour, you know. Exactly. That's true. That's exactly why it became popular. And then she wore it all the time. Like every couple of years, she'd bust it out and wear it. So there's that. And then... On the, like, on the sofa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Whatevs. And then her, she had a lot of children. Her daughters and her daughter-in-laws wore white ball gowns in honor, or in honor of or because she also wore white and was popular. And so it was like, oh, really rich people could wear white. White, white was a hard color to achieve in fabric and to keep it really white and pristine until around the turn of the century and then that is around the turn of the century then it became easier for people to bleach fabric and get to white and be able to have white ball gowns and things right. yeah because it kind of it's kind of a statement right to be able to say i can wear something white and i don't care how dirty yeah. it gets it's easy for me to clean because oh. i've got i've got money and so it wasn't until the 20th century that uh, it became a symbol of virginity, but it wasn't that. It wasn't really. It was kind of a back, a back, oh, a yeah. backronym or yeah. a, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, like kind of when you're retcon. Yeah, it was like retconning, right, right, right. To mean that, but it didn't. It didn't really. It was just. A very, it was what the British royals were wearing. It was beautiful. It was, so it was yeah. nothing to do with no. uh, pure, purity. Yeah. At least not, not in Western culture. That, yeah. that, make, that makes sense because I, I think that I've read, yeah, that I mean, like, if there was any color that represented purity, it would have been blue for a long time. Just that it was associated with Virgin Mary and things oh, like that. It. So that, that makes sense that it, wasn't, it wouldn't have been white. Yeah. Now you know, fed all these... Yeah. Snapple lid lies. <laughs> we got Tyler Hinman, guest uh, host. We're doing a speed round. What animal appears on the California state flag? Who is Chris Kohler? Oh my god, why are you even sure you can see questions? Oh, it's, it's a bear. Who is Dionysus, the ancient Greek god of wine to the ancient Romans? Uh, one kick-ass dude who knows how to have a good time. <laughs> it is Bacchus. Bacchus, that's what, that was my second guess. What body part did New Zealander Clint Hallam receive in 1998 and lose in 2001? Evander Holyfield's ear. Close. It was hand. Damn. No, it's not close at all. All right. The Diego Maradona handball goal in the 1986 World Cup soccer match between Argentina and England is referred to as what? The hand of God. I knew yes! one. Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Tyler Hinman. It's been a pleasure, folks. So, uh, Chris and Regina and many other newlyweds, what they're going to do after getting married is probably go on their honeymoon. The word honeymoon is so pretty, and it's just, I don't know, it's a weird word. It's like, sweet. it's sweet. And in, in Mandarin, Chinese, it means honeymoon literally. Uh, and it means honeymoon literally in so many languages. Oh, really? Mm -hmm, in French and Spanish. And the funny thing is, no one knows where it comes from. 
The Oxford English Dictionary offers no etymology roots. Uh, there are a lot of theories out there. One is like, like Dana said, um, you know, there was an old expression that's first month of marriage is the sweetest. Right. Well, right. And you know, month is moon and sweet honey. Um, but my favorite theory, and this is a theory, is that in ancient Babylon traditions, the father of the bride is expected to supply his new son-in-law with a month supply of honey beer slash hardcore alcohol as a gift. So the thought is that they'd be drunk for a whole month of of honey beer. And honey beer, like mead, uh, mead is a fermented honey beverage and uh it's so funny that i thought you were gonna say a month's supply of honey and i was like how much honey do you need (laughs) because what better start to a life together than being drunk for 30 days straight (laughs) (laughs) that that was that was the hope so there you go no no definite uh root of honeymoon and those are just couple of theories but i like that one i like that yeah yeah let's booze up the couple Oh, it's cake cutting time. Oh, yeah, cake cutting time. All right, we gotta go. We gotta All right. go. We'll be back. It's time to come together. It's up to you. What's your pleasure? Here he comes. Guys, guys, what, what is going on here? We've been discovered. Huddled in the corner, and, and every time I try to find you, they're like, oh, they're gone. I'm like, I thought they were my friends. <laughs> Why are they in the corner? All right, we got buzzers. Colin brought buzzers got, to your oh wedding. Brought buzzers yeah. to the wedding. Yeah. I got it. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, we're all going to play Pop Quiz Hotshot. Blue Edge for Geography. What three U.S. states start and end with the letter A? Chris. Alabama, Arizona, and um, Alaska. Yeah, those are the three. All right. Pink Wedge for Pop Culture. What weapon does Steve Carell's character use to kill a rival reporter in the movie Anchorman? Oh. Oh, Chris. It's, um, It's a mace. Is no. It, oh, it's, it's, is it a trident? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, all right. Awesome. <laughs> Brick killed a man. <laughs> After running for U.S. vice president as a Democrat, what senator became an independent in 2006? Whoa, Chris. This is Joseph Lieberman. Yeah. Yes, man. From your home state. From my yes. home state. Man, okay. wedding doesn't stop him. He's on a roll. <laughs> Purple Wedge, what European art museum has a glass pyramid in its courtyard? Dana. The Louvre. Correct, the Louvre, designed by? It's pronounced a Louvre. Louvre. It's designed by IMK. Yes, very good. All right, Green Wedge for science. What fruit was once called a Persian apple? Pomegranate? Incorrect. I think that's like love Love apple. apple. Persian apple. Is it a tomato? No, it is... Pear? It is a famous princess as well. It is peach. Oh. Peach. <laughs> okay. Huh. Wow. That's, huh. A fa- that's a fancy apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, last question. Orange Wedge, uh, very fitting, uh, is alcohol-themed. What brand of beer is added to champagne to make a black velvet? Oh. I got to figure it's Guinness. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Beer, 
back. Yeah. 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 Good job, everybody. Good job, brains. Last, last pop quiz, Hotshot. Did you have a good night tonight, Chris? <laughs> I had an amazing, amazing time. Yes. Aww. Thank you. And now he's known as Mr. Chris Kohler. <laughs> <laughs> I used to write Mr. Chris Kohler in the margins of my notebooks. Now you has come true. <laughs> all trivia nerds Brittany here and i host the family road trip trivia podcast with my best friend meredith is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest (laughs) we've got the cure three rounds of awesome trivia every week harry potter disney science sports you name it no more silent car troubles the family road trip trivia podcast connect laugh and learn with your kids big and small (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.